Yo, it's Duff for the Cloud Chaser TV, man. We back up in this thing again, you dig? Hey, man, we got a special guest online. Salute, brother. We appreciate you uh, joining our platform. Can you introduce yourself and let them know how they can follow you? Uh, peace. Uh, my name is K. Born Rivers. Uh, I got a nonprofit organization called I Am My Community, Inc. And I'm on all platforms under that. I Am My Community, Inc. I-N-C. On uh, Gmail, YouTube, Facebook, you know, everything. Absolutely. Okay, let's go, man. Uh, so, you know, we're going to uh, go on a history lesson. Uh, like far yeah. as you, you're from Bronx River, correct? No, no, no. I'm from the Bronx, man. South Bronx. South Bronx. South Bronx. Okay. Okay, South Bronx. So growing up in, like, South Bronx, um, I get think you got a, a relay in the background or something that's on yeah. in the background. Wait I can hear it. It's off? Or yeah. It's, uh, it's off. Okay. Okay, so like going into the uh, Bronx, man, South Bronx, you know, home of hip hop. Uh, so, you know, you, you was around during that time, right? The birth of hip hop, correct? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I come from hip hop from the beginning, man. You know, when uh, I'm talking about when they first came out, they was playing Trans Europe Express. You went to the party and they played Trans Europe Express at least 200 times all day. Either that or they just threw on good time. That's the only two records they had the whole party. And, you know, uh, Brothers was out breaking and. We start from the beginning, you know, before you can even get down, you got to carry records. And the next thing you know, you got to be there backing up the crowd. Brothers used to pick you up because you was the little dude and spin you around, you know, hmm. clearing, the, clearing the crowd with you. You think about that now, like, wait a minute, brother <laughs> was using me to clear the crowd, you know what right. I'm saying? But, uh, you know, so you had to go through all that before you could even think about getting down. You know, we was hip hop for real, so it wasn't just about, you know, somebody DJing. Hip hop, you know, had all the elements, you know, break dancing. DJing, rapping, you know, everything, graffiti, you know, 52ing. It was a whole element of it, you know, the way you dress, the way you speak, everything. No doubt. Like back then, did um they have like some sort of fee, like to attend these type of events at you know at the park or whatever? Oh, uh, you no, know, the park was free, man. You know, everybody free? just came to the jams. The jams were free. You know, then uh people used to have little house parties, but then most of those ended up, you know, looking like they was free too, because you knew everybody, yo, let me in, let him in. You know, I ain't got no money, you know what I'm saying? It was tight back then. So even if it was a little dollar party, two dollars, you know, average brother got in free. But in the parks, it was free. And then there was so many of them, especially with us in the Bronx, man, you know, like, it's a party on this block. It may be two parties right across the street from each other. You know, so the crowd will run over here, and this dude will throw on some music, then right record, and everybody will run over there. So it was, it was like, real, it was going on out here in the boogie. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. So, like, going into, the, um, you know, the, the late 80s, is that when you started to rap, or um, was you always rapping, you know, doing the uh, breakdancing? Nah, I was I was all boogieing, you know what I'm saying? I was all boogieing and breaking at that time. I wasn't really into rapping that much, you know what I'm saying? I used to hear and be a part of it, listen to it a lot. And I like, you know, Curtis Blow and all them brothers, but Smoothie G was my favorite rapper at the time. The Cold Crush Brothers was a favorite group. But I wasn't really into the rapping part of it, you know, into... After, you know, I was being a whole bunch of group homes and I've been every DFY they ever made and shit. So by being in there, you know, just expressing myself and then getting proper knowledge yourself and just having so much on the mind and so little to do. So I started putting a lot of that expression in the way I was feeling and, you know, the pain and the trauma and all that as a kid and putting that on paper. So when I came out of the youth home, like in 84, 85, that's when I was like got getting into the rap. Gotcha. So, so then you get into the rap. Like, when did you get your first deal? Well, you know, we started like uh, me and my boy, my partner, rest in peace, L.A. Brew. You know, we started battling for real. Like, we was at all the battles, the real joints, like you see on TV when they was battling the Disco Fever and all that. We won them contests. You know, the Devil's Nest and everywhere else they had a contest. Me and my partner went there. And we tore it up, and then we went there one day and uh, DJ Starchild, rest in peace, he introduced us to Brucey B. Then Brucey B ended up bringing us to the rooftop and introduced us to Teddy Riley and Gusto them. And uh, from there, you know, things just started going right. Then we all, we the first, we the first group that Teddy Riley ever had, you know. So we made Raps New Generation. And then mm. for me, doing, going through all the trials and tribulations I was going through, like I said, always in group homes and always here, I ended up getting locked up. And then when I ended up getting locked up, the brother just went on and said, you know, he ain't the Raps New Generation, he the new Jack Swain. So mm. the brother just stole our whole flow, our whole right. style, and he just kept on running with it, you know. So you, so you do believe that, uh, 
he took that from y'all and you know while you was incarcerated just ran with it so you do believe that Teddy Riley nah, it did ain't no, you know it's not believe I mean that's actually 100% fact you know what I'm saying he'll tell you that self I mean where did you come from you ain't never had no you know we the new we the new new rap's new generation you know what I'm saying we got the new generation yeah. all of a sudden it's a, it's a it's a new jack swing you know come on man you know that's just a little too much coincidence and you the producer that produced us you know yeah that's right that's right you 100% yeah. right so now like um so you so the record come out before you got incarcerated uh, yeah 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 now now the record was out for a while you know what i'm saying we had a uh, good little two years running you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying we went everywhere we was number one in uh in the uk for but almost 18 months uh -huh. lisa lisa came out and knocked us off of that you know but we did real good we did a lot of shows traveled around even to today you know 30 some years later i still do shows you know off the same record you know so it's still rocking i still hear it on the radio I got a new record out now called What's Peace? And, you know, that's just promoting peace. And, you know, how you should be able to walk down the street without having to worry about somebody harming or shooting or attacking you. You know what I'm saying? You should be able to walk down the street in peace. So that's basically breaking out, you know, speaking about that. And that's What's Peace, W-H-A-T, apostrophe Z, P-E-A-C-E, -E, you know? And then uh, I got a record out also right now, a song out with all the Jungle Brothers. I know you remember Sammy B? Yeah. Jungle Brothers, yeah. So Sammy B got the uh, Bush Camp, the mixtape. So I'm on that joint. I got a record out called Begging for Dollars. You know, Begging for a Dollar, which is basically that go on everywhere around the world. You know, people tired of that, man. Everywhere you go, somebody begging for a dollar. You can't sit down. You done gave one dude a dollar. Next dude asked for a dollar. Females for a dollar. Next thing you know, you ain't got enough money to buy what you want to buy. Right. Right. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. like, um, now you come home, you know, um, you was incarcerated. Now you come home. Yeah. So did you go right, jump back right back into music or um, how was it for you? Like, what nah, was you know, I, I like I was doing a little something here and there with people, but I wasn't in the music then, man. You know, I came back out. I was into trying to I was into hustling and doing a whole bunch of other things. Man. You know, I had a barbershop at the time. I had a game room at the time, a studio as soon as I came out. So I wasn't really into the rapping at that time, which nah. I should have been into. But, you know just wasn't no i understand and um going into like the um not going into the 90s right like you said that you know you was into hustling and um yeah. it was a situation where i was looking it up when it came to og mac um he's from your area yeah yeah you know what i'm saying uh me and him knew each other before we moved over there like we come from 170 so by the time i moved up there with my family but in 1978 and uh his family came up by like 1980 but we already knew each other, went to school, you know what I'm saying, slept in the same bed and all that together. You know, me, him, Uno, and all of us, June, uh, Beach Nut, all of us, you know what I'm saying? No, I got you, I got you, I got you. So what's type of like, um, you know, when they had this situation, like, um, did you have to go to jail behind it? Like, um, when they, they, they had you in, like, the uh, paperwork or whatever? Nah, 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 I didn't have to go to jail behind that, you know what I'm saying? I just went to the uh, one court dates and... We cleared that up amongst us, you know, among men, you know. It's a men's situation among men, you know. Police ain't got nothing to do with that. Facts. And uh, I never went to jail for that, you know what I'm saying? He didn't put my name in none of that. You know, that's the police. On the, on the, no, not even the police. You know, the people on the outside who are assuming this and assuming that. And those are the people who put my name into it, you know what I'm saying? But there wasn't no truth to that. Well, the day I went there and sat in court, you know, ain't nobody came out there and said I did nothing besides the prosecutor. Gotcha, gotcha. No, I appreciate that clearing that up for me. Yeah, and, you know, because um, you know, because that you know, I, you know, I was surprised at the, when people told me, you know, I'm like, why am I, why I'm on that tree, you know? So you know, they figured that if they put me on there, that everybody gonna come out there and say, oh yeah, him, 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 just gonna, you know, but it didn't go like that. I got you, I got you. So like moving forward, um, yeah. oh yeah, like during that time, like um, I know you, you knew Brazy K when he was a kid too. Did you know Brazy yeah. K growing up? Yeah, yeah, that's my boy right there, man. Yeah. Him and yeah. Melly and them, man. Dudes, you know, they was, like, on our block, our block is like a man-eat-man -man territory, man. You know, it ain't no room for no kids, you know? They never had no opportunities. They don't, they don't bring out, we never had a program over there. We never had a community center. We, you know, these things that you see in other areas, we never had. Only thing we had was a park called Cabbage Patch Park that had a whole bunch of syringes and crack pipes in there, you know, that wasn't even suitable for anybody to go in there, even for adults so they played they they spent a lot of their time in their building in the gate in the courtyard you know 
And when you yeah. went in there, man, them little dudes was off the hook. Him, <laughs> Bo- yeah, him, Boosty, Melly, uh, Main, you know what I'm saying? So I used to keep them out of trouble by building with them and keep them like, yo, man, y'all brothers just go to school. Don't get in no trouble. Don't get in no gang. Don't try to hustle with nobody. Just go to school, you know. And I'll buy all y'all brothers the sneakers, all the new sneakers out. And you know that went that happened for a while. They went with it, and the next thing you know, I turned around. I don't know who the hell, how the hell these brothers in the gang. You know what I'm saying? No, I got you. Yeah, got you. So like, um, let me go back. Like I want to go back a bit. Um, like so when you was yeah. entering hip hop. I seen on another interview you was talking about like uh, the five percent nation and how you know saying it was inside of hip hop. Like, was you the first one? Like the first one to really bring it into hip hop? Nah, I can't say I was like the first one. You know, a couple other brothers was like dropping some signs too, but not really like you know identifying themselves. Like me and Rock came out identifying ourselves. You know, what I'm saying the Supreme Team was out. Just Ice was out too. You know, Just was always out. you know he came out as the guard for the beginning. So you know we had a couple of brothers out. That was representing who they was and kicking facts, man. You know, and if you listen to the records that we was making back in the days, everybody had whole brothers put out a whole album. All the album sell, it was good. Everybody loved every song. Nobody got shot in none of the lyrics. Nobody got killed in none of the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? But there was hardcore lyrics, man. Right. But you know what I'm saying? There was hardcore lyrics. You listen to KRS One, you listen to Rock Him whole album. You'd be like, man, that was a classic. But it, it, nobody got killed. You know what I'm saying? That's that's yeah. not what we was promoting. You know what I'm saying? Because once you start promoting them things and you start making songs behind them things, you know what I'm saying? Them things start, you start talking them things into life, man. Hmm. And, you know, yeah. it, it, and you can, you know, and I take it from with the Biggie situation, with the Tupac situation, and a whole bunch of other brothers who were with the, yo, man, I'm going to die before this. I'm going to yep. die before I turn this age. And then you actually die before that age. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's true. Like you, you know, it's like a, uh, it's almost like a chant of some sort, right? At that yeah, point, man. when you put it on record. Yeah, you know, on record, and so you know, you manifesting it too, man. Because one of my best friends, I got him on my arm, Kahim. Rest in peace. He's one of my best friends, man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he used to always say that. And me and him used to get in arguments behind that. He's like, "Yo, man, I ain't gonna live to be 25." It's like, "Yo, why you keep saying that, man?" Yeah. He used to get on my nerve just for him to keep on saying it, and then he didn't. You know what I'm saying? He didn't. You know, so sometimes you got to, you know, you pray on things that happen. Yeah. Yeah. No. And also, also, like, you know, I've been hearing a lot of brothers saying that, too, with this new style of uh, rapping with the, with the, uh, what they call that? That the brothers doing all the records where they talking about the actual things happening, then they going and killing each other and all that. Oh, drill rap? Yeah, the drill rap and all that. I heard like a lot of that be having like a lot of Demo- yeah. And yeah, all that in there, man. I know whatever no. it is, man, it, it, it's bad, man. You know, I, I like the dudes, I like the rapping, but I just don't like the fact that brothers is actually going out there and killing each other, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's cool at all, you know? No, Not no, no song, man. No, you know no, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, this ain't and, about no bread. This ain't about, you know? And did you have, uh, like, did you have a relationship with uh, Larry Davis? Oh, man, Larry's my boy, man. You know what I'm saying? I knew Larry, man, but, you know, Larry was his own dude, man. You know, Larry was running around wilding out. And we, you know, we was younger than Larry, so. I know a couple of good places we had, man. You know, we used to be doing, going in all the studio. We doing our thing. We go back there next week. They're like, Larry came. you like, oh, man. All the equipment gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we got to go find somebody. Oh, we got to find him. To find out, with, yo, man, what studio, old man, we could go to. You know, this good, man. You ain't going to come in. God damn. It was you like that. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, Larry. Yeah, like yeah. he was trying to open up all oh, Crazy Eddie's, his own DJ store or something, electronic shop. You know? No. No, but, you know, you, you know, brothers like that, you know, was like in a, in a, in a community and in the hood, you know, they good. We don't know what they're doing. But, you know, the other brothers, you know, the brothers like that probably was hell. You know what I'm saying? Hell on heels on them. But on us being young kids, you know, we ain't, we ain't feel the effect of Larry Davis. You know what I'm saying? Besides seeing him in there. Yo, what up, Larry? And all that, you know. He wasn't running down on us and shit. I got you. But he was running down on people. Oh, he was running down. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, he was running down for real. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. About, yeah, you know, older dudes and all that. He was running down. You know, like I said, a couple of dudes who we used to go to their house and they had all the equipment and all this. We go back like, man, all the equipment gone. You know what I'm saying? We got to find him. Yo, man, what's going on? 
you know, his family always was doing music and always up in, in the projects too. So, you know, that's always was good, you know, with us. Like I said, for a lot of other brothers, you know, they ain't got the same story I got on them, you know. Yeah. And did you like um you had a relationship with um Mac Drummer and like um you know with the whole blush thing coming to one eighty third that you see like you seen you seen it happen with your, with your own eyes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mac Drummer's my boy, man. You know what I'm saying? From when he came up, you know, with Breezy and all them. So you already know that's a connection. Because I really got Breezy, he in the building with me every day. You know what I'm saying? I was going with Shorty live on the first floor. He lived right upstairs. So every day coming in and out, him and Melly, them, they're going to come to my house. You know what I'm saying? So I seen them. So when Cuz came up, you know, that was good to build with him. And, uh, you know, plus he was a little older, a little deeper. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he built a little better relationship. They had my boy S.A. that was up there with them, too. So they had, you know, they came with some official group. Gotcha. So did yeah. it like did you see like 183rd like change a bit like when that 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 when that whole blood wave came to 183rd? Yeah, you know, of course, man. You know, the whole New York changed because at the you know at, at a certain point in New York, you know, everybody was like, ain't nobody gonna be in no gang. You know? You still on? Yeah, yeah. you feel me? Like in New York was like uh, you know, everybody when NWA then was doing that, they was doing that driving by everybody in New York considered that corny. You know, everybody like, yo, man, brothers out here doing all that. Man, get out of here. I ain't never come to New York. I ain't going to never be doing none of that. Mm-hmm. I ain't never. I, I, you could never catch me in a gang. You can never, you know, New York was always about posses and crews and cliques. You know what I'm saying? Basically, some of the cliques and crews was just as large as gangs. You know what I'm saying? But uh, New York never was on that gang tip like that. So to actually see a gang coming, well, yeah, it was different for everybody. I got you. So, uh, you know Puppet Loco? Oh man, hell yeah, I know Puck, man. Yeah, that was my boy. Me and Puck, man, I love Puck, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, me and Puck was doing a record the day that Puppet got killed, man. You know what I'm saying? I brought him to the studio with my man Al, right down the block from here on Webster, and uh, right across the street from the 52nd Precinct. And we all was up in there. My boy them had a group called Ballheads and Dreads, and I brought. Pup down there, it was crazy. Me and Pup did a track together. We was almost, they was like, man, this shit is crazy, man. They was calling all type of people. They wanted us to do an album together. It was outrageous. Puppet left to come back to go to 183rd to go meet somebody. But I kept telling him, won't you just stay here and tell the kid to come and take a cab and come over here, you know what I'm saying, to hook up with us. But he kept on, yo, man, now I'm going to go back to the block, K, I'm going to go back to the block. And my instinct's like, man, listen, man, let's just finish this track, man, because I didn't want the other, the other guy's my brother, too. You know, I deal with him, too, but I didn't want him on that track. Mm-hmm. And the people didn't want him on that track either. They wanted me and Pup because of two different styles, you know what I'm saying? But Pup was determined to go get him. So he left. I said, I'm going to stay because I knew if me and him went back to the block, we ain't coming back. So I said, yo, I'm going to stay. So that means you, I know you're going to come back and get me. Pup was going for but uh, I say, like, an hour. It would only take him, like, 15 minutes to go get him and back. He going for like an hour, so now the kids in the house telling me, you know, all the cell phones and all that wasn't out like they is now. You know, everybody, you know, it wasn't jumping like that. So, pup, so I mean, so the kids telling me, uh, yo, man, where your man? And I said, I'm going to go get him, man. I'll be back. So I'm tight at him, like, man, I'll go get this motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? Because a little kid. So I get in the cab now, come all the way to the block. I see all the commotion out there. I get to the corner, man, pup dead on the corner, man. Wow. I was hurt, man. You know what I'm saying? Went right there, looked down. He still was out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Right by the phone booth, man, on the corner. Oh, man, that was a hurtful day, man, you know? Then we did uh, we did a big tournament for him. You know what I'm saying? His moms came from Colorado. You know, sad to see, you know what I'm saying? But it was a blessing for her to see that people out here was holding him down. And, uh, but it was a sad day, man. You know? Yes. And then the way it went down, you know, even with the dude that was accused of it, like, you couldn't really, you know what I'm saying? It was like, wrong place, wrong time, wrong guy, you know what I'm saying? Right guy, but just guilty by association, but actually wasn't the one, but, you know, dude more scared of him than him, and damn, man, so, kill Punk. Gotcha. You know, yeah, but Pup was, you know, he ain't had no, he, and Pup and that dude was talking earlier, so they didn't have no beef, you know what I'm saying? Whatever thing that they did have, that was over. Homeboy went to jail and all that, you know, but 
I think he turned himself in. But he lived on the block, you know what I'm saying? He, was, he turned himself in. But it was a sad day, man. You know what I'm saying? Sad day. Real sad day. R.I.P. the puck, man. No doubt, man. So, like, um, so now, like, uh, you know, moving into the, you know, what we got going on now, man, like, as uh, far as the world and, um, you know, you coming from the 5% nation, like, you, you, you could be able to enlighten us a little bit more on, like, uh, far as like the politics goes like are we like when it comes to black lives matter do you support that oh uh, you know i support it i support hawk you know what i'm saying i support big hawk hawk newson that's my boy you know what i'm saying and i know hawk will come out and his heart is dead and hawk gonna fight man you know what i'm saying he's gonna be everywhere but as far as like the whole movement and all that you know i'm not really too fond of it because i'm a person that you know if you take on that big name like that then when little Tito or little Harry gets shot on the block, then I should see you there as a representative of your program. You take in saying that you're going to be representing all black people in the United States. And I mean, when any black person gets shot from Texas to Manhattan, from, from, from LA to, 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 to Queens, you know what I'm saying? To, to Washington, DC, somebody, a representative should be there representing your program because your program is saying, you know, black lives matter. So you're taking a big on a bigger, scale of people you know yeah so how do you feel about like when it comes to a movement like that or any movement that's similar um like that the person that's in charge like the head the head person at top not being black and you know like a movement being called black lives matter you know what i mean well you you know me like this i feel like this man you know i'm not if you're going if you're going with that and got to go i feel like somebody got to be black because you're not going to go to the latin the head of the Latin community, and you're going to see an African dude come out. It just don't go like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I go with any program. When you go to the head of the Jewish community, and you go in there, you ain't going to see a Muslim dude come out. You're going to see a Jewish dude come out. You know what I'm saying? Because he's the one that knows his people better than anybody else going to know, because he is the people. You know what I'm saying? That's like I said, you know, I really don't get into much with black lives. I know what Hawk do, and I represent with him when he come out. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, as far as like the whole movement, I really don't know like that much about it. As far as I don't really don't get into it that much. You know, yes. it's like you, you go, you know, if you're gonna take that, you gotta go look at Nan. You know what I'm saying? You got Al Sharpton out here. Mm -hmm. I'm fifty I'm fifty two years old, born and raised in the Bronx. I have never seen Al Sharpton a day in my life. <laughs> I have never physically seen him, but he's running around saving the whole he's supposed to be the freedom fighter and the civil rights fighter since the sixties. So why well, I ain't see the brother, you know what I'm saying? So you got a lot of people coming out and like my man say, boo villain. He always say, you got black and then you got black. So some people is black and then you got black people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's where it go at. And sometimes when the black people come out in order for us to make things black and make things right, we got to wean out some of the black people. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of them is causing a lot of trial and tribulations and confusion also yeah. you know what I'm saying? yeah all the way down to the al sharpton another guy you know he caused a lot of confusion too are you, you familiar know? with um candace owens uh yes um so what how you feel about her you think she's there to cause confusion i think the sisters uh i think the sister has a serious mental problem that's one you know what i'm saying and it's like i feel like her self-esteem ain't there she feel that she'll get accepted more if she don't feel, she don't accept herself. You know what I'm saying? She's not accepting herself as a proud black queen. So her first enemy is the black people. Mm. You know, instead of she coming out and it's like, I'm gonna take it to the uh, George Floyd situation. She coming out talking about all the things that happened in the past, but she's justifying for what the police did at the present. You know what I'm saying? Cause the police don't know that his, uh, he had all that in his urine and he had this in his blood and all that. They knew that after he was dead and they did an autopsy on him. Right. That's afterwards. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like they ran up on him and, and scanned him and all of these things came up about on him. No, this was a dead man that now they're trying to justify why he dead. So now they going in, oh yeah, well he was on this and he had this in the system and he got locked up 35 years ago. And what happened tonight is what we're here to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And she one of the ones that uh, get the story twisted up because she, oh yeah, he got arrested in this. He ain't no hero. It's not about him being a hero. It's about him being a human being that got murdered. 
by the police, regardless of what he did 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. If they felt he was that bad 10 years ago, then he should have been in jail for that. You know what I'm saying? Or y'all should have punished him for that. Don't kill him now and then try to justify all the things he had. You know, and they, and they got a system of doing that right now. You know, somebody will get an innocent person to get killed in the street. And before you hear the story, the media already got, oh, he got arrested in 1982. He was in, he got, he, oh, he was selling drugs over here. He did this. Before you even find out, why, you know what I'm saying? What, what happened to him? Right. So a lot of times, by, a lot of times, by the time you get to the story, you don't even really want to hear the story because you already judged him from all his past arrests. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And, yeah. and, and that should not even be, that should not be included, man. You know what I'm saying? If we're going to fight for stuff, we need to fight for a lot of things. Things like that should not happen. Talk about the crime and what happened. Don't talk about his past or how many felonies he had. That's irrelevant for a man getting cold-blooded killed, you know? So it's a whole bunch of things, man. You know, our people got to start knowing politics. We can't change nothing if we don't know politics, man. You know, they set us up. We come outside and they tell us that, oh, yeah, you got to go to the president. Yeah, the president this. You got people arguing with the president. You got the black people arguing with the governor. You got the black people arguing with the mayor. The president, the mayor, nor the governor don't make no laws. None. So why are you arguing with them? And meanwhile, you argue with them, Congress is sitting back making all the laws. Congress changing all the laws. Congress is killing us, man. And nobody is voting inside them elections because we're so focused on what Donald Trump is doing, what Como or what your, what your government is doing, or you're so focused on what your mayor is doing. And them dudes can't help you, man. They're, all of them dudes got to go to Congress just like we. When, when we waiting for a law to change, they sitting there waiting for it to change too. Mm. They, they don't have juice like that. We got to hit Congress, man. You know, we all got to start knowing the law, man. We got to stop thinking that the president going to help. Say you need some help in Lincoln Park, something going on there. You talking to Donald Trump. Donald Trump don't know nothing about Lincoln Park, man. You got to go to your local elected congressman, your local elected senator, your local elected uh, assembly man. You got to go to them. You got to know them. You got to put the press on them. And these dudes ain't getting no pressure, and they not doing nothing. They sitting back and, yeah, the president this, the president that, and we and, and we falling for it, man. No, we got to make them do their job. You know what I'm saying? Those are the ones that decide that everything that's happening to our kids, why are we going to wick? Why are you doing this? How much housing? How much everything? They judge that. The consul. The consul man right there, he got all the money. The assembly man right there, he got the space. You know, and, and then, the, then the congressman is changing the laws. And we're not touching none of them. We whining about the president, the mayor, and the governor. We got to know who's changing the laws, man, who's holding the money. And we got to get them out of there if they're not doing it or spending the money on our community and helping our people, man. And it's a pattern of that. They're not helping the elderly. They're not helping the youth. You go to any community right now, and I guarantee you, you walk around any black community, before you even think about finding a community center, you be done past 72 liquor stores. That's a fact. Wine stores, liquor stores. It's so bad that even the 7-Eleven selling liquor, the, the Rite Aid got wine in it. The supermarket got liquor. The bar sell liquor. And in the daytime, nighttime, the store sell liquor. Everybody's selling liquor. Yeah, and even with what's going on with the pandemic, um, they you know every when everything was being closed down, like yeah. them that was alcohol was considered you know um, what was yeah. it? Yeah, it was central. Con- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your brothers were going. Yeah, now now how crazy is that, man? It's crazy. How crazy is that? The place where you go to eat at is not a central business. But a liquor store is a central business, you know, and that's only in our communities. Because when you go to the uh, to the Caucasian communities, they don't have liquor stores. They have wine and spirit shops. Wine and spirit shops sell the same thing. It looked like a liquor store to me. Yeah. But the name of it ain't a liquor store. That's gonna bring your whole area down. We got a liquor store. It ain't got no name or nothing. It just say liquor store. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I don't need a name. <laughs> I don't need a name. What's the name of this liquor store? Liquor store. Yeah. Well, a, crazy, a, they put an A. Put A liquor store. Yeah, B, that's it. The liquor store. The address, whatever the address is, 2272 mm-hmm. liquor store. Liquor store. store. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. You know, these dudes are so bad, man. You got, you got, uh, you got elected officials up here in New York City that as soon as they come out, they out their office, you got, they got to climb over seven, eight homeless people. You feel me? Yeah. So how, how you gonna clean up the city and you can't even clean up your backyard? Right. 
You know, and these dudes are trying to get elected to higher positions and like nipping in the bud, man. You know what I'm saying? We need to shut them down now, man. You know what I'm saying? You can't go. Imagine we sit here and watch them go to another position. What they doing to us now, you know? Yeah. Let me ask you something like now. You do got people that's, you know, uh, considered on front line. You know, um, you familiar with my son, Tamika yeah, Mallory? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I seen that you had posted. It was a video that was going around with um, Hassan Campbell, and he was basically talking yeah. about um, how my son and Tamika Mallory are handling themselves, you know, with, with what's going on. How do you feel about his comments? You agree in agreeance with him or? Um, well, uh, you know. I saw him, man, you know, he, he, some of his things be good. Some of his contents be good. You know what I'm saying? On, on that one right there, you know, it, it, was pretty, it, it was pretty accurate on that one. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I got into a little thing with him because something else, you know what I'm saying, that he had posted that was coming to certain, you know, his self, his personal thing and his kids and all that. You know, I thought that he put too much business out there and came out there and still was doing the same thing. So I hit him up on that, you know. not yeah. I don't want to put that out there because that's personal shit, you know. No, I got we, you. We, we can't buy. We from the Bronx. So we ain't got to put that worldwide. But, you know, so that's why I got out there. But, you know, my son, my son be out doing his thing, too. But my thing is, like I said with everybody, if you're not at all the killers, or at least the majority of the ones that's happening in your area, then, you know, when it's time to take the big stand and you taking the big stand, you should be inviting the people that's really out there taking the big stand. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You should let the people know, like, yo, I'll be out here occasionally. But uh, these are the people right here that really be rolling. No. You I know what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? It's like me coming to your block and I know that, all right, cool, I'm a member, but they go to the big OG over there. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, you know, give brothers credit for what they is. And these brothers, you know, and you, you're making a pattern of it and people start seeing things like that. You start to look, you know, you start looking a little watered down. You know what I'm saying? And that goes for, you know, all the organizations that's out there. You cannot be everywhere when something happens, but you damn sure can be at certain things, especially the things that happen in your community and on your block, you know? Mm -hmm. And I tell people that a lot, you know, and I go for from gang members to drug dealers to politicians. If you go on the average person block, they won't even know that they're the person that they are when they're on another block. You feel me? Like, yeah. like, 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 all right, all right. What, what I'm saying is that you go downtown and everybody's like, yo, that dude's the activist. And hey, you know, that dude right there, yo, he be the activist. But you go around this block, they be like, oh, that's Tito. You ain't doing <laughs> no act. You ain't doing nothing over here <laughs> doing that. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You feel me? Yeah. When you gang banging with a brother over there, the brother, the toughest gang banging in your community. But when you go around his block, everybody's like, yo, what up, man? Yo, what up, what up, Tito? You're like, yo, nigga, you ain't representing our gang over here? Oh, no, nah, man, you know, they, you know, come on, man. You, you know, you're going to do what you do, do it everywhere. You know, that's me. I'm, wherever I go, I'm me. I'm myself, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be one person over here and they don't be over here. Now nah, I'm be the same person everywhere I go. You know? Gotcha. Oh, dope, dope. And all. Uh, let me see. Did we talk about third pound records? Oh man, third pound. Yeah, three PG. Yeah, man. You know we Puck was down with that too. You know what I'm saying? We got EM all black. We be making the music. We got Ed. You know what I'm saying? We got all thorough. We got a lot of brothers, man. You know we got Big Arch, rest in peace. Uh, three PG is you know that's all of us put together, man. You know, just that third pound love, and it don't mean that you on outside of 183rd. You all you know, brothers is just. 183rd mm -hmm. and we all put that together man and it's a beautiful thing man and 183rd stretch out so much man that you can't go really nowhere if brother ain't from 183rd you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i mean it, it got crazy man and, it, and it's yeah. like and it go back to like i said that we never was really had no opportunity over here you could go to any jail and you may not know no nobody and you'd be like what's the word and i guarantee you we have about 40 people 183rd Brothers are saying in the Spanish, Chinese, everything, but you know what's going to have 183rd. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, when you have no opportunity and they're not providing no job training, no job, no job skills, no nothing, majority of kids end up with incarcerated, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a revolving door that you've seen that happen from our elderly to the next age down to us. To the ones that was underneath us, to the next ones, now it's going to the other two generations. Like, hold on, hold on. the buck got to stop here, man. So, you know what I'm saying? If you got to sacrifice yourself, then that's what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you got to stop. Enough is enough, man. You know? Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, man. man. So, hey, we want to uh, salute Brazy K, salute the Ron County East podcast, man. Um, Y'all go follow him up right now, sub up. 
you ain't already in tune at wrong kind east podcast um you anything you want to leave them with i know you was talking about your up and coming projects earlier but uh anything you want to leave them with yeah man you know what i'm saying it's uh give me a minute yeah man you know we got to fight for the youth man you know we seeing them out there and we ain't knowing a lot of them you know and a lot of people is like actually scared of the youth you know what i'm saying but we got to build that bridge back because if we standing here and if we not teaching them nothing and we scared to talk to them the police ain't doing no talking to them the police is straight killing them so we're going to stand here and we're not going to do nothing and we're not going to press our local politicians to start or get some programs to open up stuff with these kids man then we're going to be uh, they're going to be getting killed and then we're going to be going outside marching and all that putting our lives on the line hmm. so we can nip all that in the blood we can nip down the blood and we ain't got to go out there and march we ain't got to go out there and loot we ain't got to do none of that all we got to do is get on the people that's in charge man and make them start doing the things that they supposed to be doing for the youth and for the elderly and for everybody else in the community. And if they not doing it, then vote them out of here. Don't let them tell you to vote about the why about Donald Trump. No, don't worry about Donald Trump. Why about the dude that's elected right around your block? Let's vote him out first. And then we worry about the other dudes, you know, the bigger fish to fry. But let's get the local dudes out of our community, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's get all of them out of there. If they not fighting, we all, you know, the majority of our kids right now got degrees, bachelor degrees and all that degrees. Let's build one of them to be the next politician coming up. But we got to start taking ownership of our community, man. We really do. You know what I'm saying? We can't depend on the police because when the police come, the police is shooting first, man. Mm-hmm. And it's sad to say, but that's actually what they was doing. And that's actually what they are doing. And it came to a point where me, myself, like I said, I used to get in so, many, so much trauma and tribulation in the street. That when I got it, I just get in fight with the police. I should just take it as, all right, I deserve that. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm giving it out, it's karma. It came back around to me. And I really thought like this, you know, in this foolish way. And then I seen other people that, you know, they always get in, they was out in the street. And they was getting fight with the police too. And they felt like that. And we was accepting this. But then I started sitting back and seeing old ladies getting beat up. Innocent people that I know. Don't get in no trouble. And I'm like, yo, trying to vouch him. Like, yo, homie, yo, nah, man, that dude be chilling, man. Yo, mind your business. And I, you know, and I, you know, I, you know, like, what you mean, mind my business, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you bugging out, man. Let that dude go, man. And, and babies, you know, it's it just start getting outrageous to I see that, yo, nah, it's not the people that's out here that felt like, oh, my hand deserved that. Nah, nobody deserved to be getting beat up by somebody that took an oath and took a job and put their hand or whatever, whatever, and they get paid to protect you and they get paid your taxpayer money. They're not supposed to be putting their hands on you. You know what I'm saying? At all. They get trained to go about it a better way. And even for myself, I had to learn that. And even all the beatdowns that I got in the middle of that police, I didn't deserve it either. And we're going to put it like that because that's not their job. Their job is not to discipline me. You know what I'm saying? Your job is to bring me and let the law handle whatever they got to do. Not for you to physically put your hands on nobody. Regardless, you know what I'm saying? Unless yeah. I'm putting my hands on you. So, uh, yeah, man, we need everybody to come out, man. We need everybody to... Uh, Start getting on your local politicians, man. Start making them uh, get these things for these kids, man. We don't want the kids to be killed. And we don't want the kids gang-banging on each other and all that. We got to find them different ways out, man. You know, we can't take a rag from them. We can't take a, 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 a gun from them. Or we can't take no drugs from them. And we can't take this from them and not put nothing back in their hand to replace them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, a lot of the OGs, man, we got to start stepping up, too. A lot of the OGs are sending the young brothers in the wrong direction, man. And see, you mm. couldn't do that back in the days, man, because you'd be penalized, man. And I don't know who's making all these rules with everybody, with all the gangs, because they're sitting back now. And who's the OG? Right. Who's the OGs at any of this, man? Back in the days, you knew who the OGs was, you know what I'm saying? When I was out on the street, like, who's the OGs that brothers could go to? Like, yo, homie, you know what I'm saying? Tell these brothers to chill out, man. And who's the OGs that keep leading these brothers in the wrong direction? Because mm. if somebody leads you in the, right, in the wrong direction, that's not no OG, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a difference between you going out there and you got to defend yourself, and you going out there and you get in a gangbang situation that you just going out there and killing people, or you just going out there and shooting people, or you just going out there and harm and hurting people in the community. You know what I'm saying? Because every gang started with the same cause. I don't care what gang you out, you in. Every gang started with the same cause, and that cause was to protect our community. Every gang started with that in, in, in common. Yo, man, we gonna start a gang to protect our community. So now that you're in control, you're doing the same thing that the people did. You know what I'm saying? Was doing for you to start your gang. And what you think people are going to do? You think people are going to keep on sitting back and allowing you to tear down the community? And allowing you to harm people? No. People are going to start and get their gang. Yeah. And they're going to come out here and it's going to be some vigilantes. Yeah. That's how that goes. 
That's how that go. And keep going. Yeah, it keep going. Don't they, how you think the Black Panthers came out? You just ain't gonna be running around the baddest dude in town. Believe me, it's somebody better than you. They, but they just on chill mode right now. Until they get the green light, like, yo, you know what? These dudes think they too bad. Hmm. And then there's somebody better than him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you know, brothers gotta wake up, man. And then, and, and then in, in all reality, when you go to jail doing 40 years, and you're only 21, 22 years old, you're gonna really be feeling like a rotten apple. You know what I'm saying? No, no doubt. No, I yeah, completely man. understand so, that. That's right, man. You know, we got to protect our community, man. It ain't no gang that started and didn't say that they didn't come out to protect their community, man. That's your first oath. We came to protect the community. So why is, is A-OK for everybody to tear down the community? For everybody to shoot it down the community? Like, what gangs is these? Mm. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, we definitely need to. Um, yeah, so. And then, like, let me ask you a question, though, before you get about here. So, like, the people who would say that like, you know, we spoke on the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that, but they say that they ideally be we need to fix home. We shouldn't be blaming the police. We should be blaming ourselves because of the black on black crime. Like, like what what you say to people who think like that? I feel like oh, uh, you know, it's not opportunities out here, man. You think that, you know, if these little kids, if brothers had jobs. And the same thing that the Caucasian have, you had the same ability. You don't see them doing that because they got these things that we don't have. They're not teaching our kids these things, man. So that's not no excuse for them to be out here acting like no savages and killing each other. But at the same token, we got to start providing for them. Mm-hmm. We got to start providing for them, man. We got to get on our local politicians. And you, the same thing that they got in the rich area in Beverly Hills and they got in, in Riverdale, I want to see that in my community too. Mm-hmm. If you got a program over there teaching them how to play soccer, I want one over here to know how to play soccer. No, they only play basketball. We're well, going to play soccer over here, too. Oh, oh, they teaching them how to play tennis over there? We want a tennis court over here, too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all having spelling bees over here? But well, we want to have a spelling bee over here, too. Don't separate the kids. Keep the kids on the same level everywhere. You know? What, what is peace? Peace means please educate all children equally. Mm. Say that one more time for what do Please educate all children equally. Peace. Peace. Yeah, equally. That's it. Give them the same knowledge, man. They, some may could absorb more than others, but it's still laid out on the same table. You know what I'm saying? Stop separating the kids, man. And the black-on-black crime got to stop. You know, brothers ain't stepping up. You figure, look at all. Uh, they in Chicago with all the killing. I could have sworn that uh, Obama got his big office and all that out there. Hmm. That, he got his organization out there. What is he doing? They got a 20% conviction rate on murder. What is he doing? What is he yeah. doing? See, he shouldn't be focused on the murder. He shouldn't be focused on the murder and rape. He should go out there and say, I'm Obama. I got this big school. This all business. Who need a job? Mm. If I find out you down or doing any shooting, you run around here and doing that, you ain't got to get out the gang, but you can't bring the drama. Because you may can't go back to your block if you get out the gang. Your, your whole block may be in the gang, but that don't mean that you got to be running around here shooting and killing people because you in the gang. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You can bring some positive things to the gang. Be the positive dude in the gang. Drop some jewels. Because if you if you get, if your jewels is that powerful and you doing all this, all the other brothers may follow you and be like, you know what? Yo, this brother got getting us jobs. He's doing all this. You know what I'm saying? We still in the gang, but we ain't gang banging. We earning. We learning. We doing this, but we still in the gang. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we all got to go down a negative path, man. So brothers got to not be afraid to be who you are. And you know? Come on, speaking who, who you are, man. You ain't got to do everything somebody else do because you may be the dude that actually have the ability to get all of us out of here. But we don't, would never know that you the dude if you being a big follower and following us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of you still be with us, but at the same token, we want to hear what you know. We want to we hear that from you, man. You know? Brothers get around and hang out. It's brothers that you know for 20 years you hung out with and y'all don't even know what y'all good at. Because every time you get and hang out, y'all hang out and talk about a whole bunch of foolishness. Yo, we hmm. going to basketball game? Yo, we going to go eat? Yo, what's up with them girls, man? Hey, yo, what's up with this? What's up with that? And then one day somebody said, yo, man, hey, yo, somebody was over here painting a big mural. You be like, who? Your man that you be with every day. Man, that dude don't know how to paint. You crazy. <laughs> you dude like this, man. Here. And you be with him every day. But and then, You know what I'm saying? But that's not the conversation y'all having. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what we got to start doing, man. We got to start getting in. We got to start building with each other. We got to start uh, all the Nikes and all that. We got to throw all that away, man. It's not that we boycott in Nike. It's that we got to come up with a uniform. We can't be walking around here without pants off our ass 
and think that you're going to get the same job as somebody that walked in here with a $300 Armani suit on and got his kid conked up and he's looking like he want a job. And you walk in here with your pants off and talking about, yo, you equal this. Not equal, it's equal, but equally get up out of here and come here equally dressed like this, man. You know, people are like, oh, it ain't in the outfit. You can dress however you want to dress. Well, you keep dressing like that. Hmm. Even back, you see, even back in the days, and you look through Harlem and all that, even the drug addicts and all that, the people that was depending on drugs and all that, wore three-piece suits, man. Yeah. All the drug dealers wore three-piece suits, man. You know, you, what they say, you look like something, you feel like something. Then you become something. You know what I'm saying? You walking around feeling all down, and then you feeling all slopey. That's all going to come out in your accents. You know, that energy going to come out, man. You feeling good. You smelling good. You looking good. You, you know, you got your little bop going on. All that's just naturally coming because you're feeling good. You know, we got to learn how to make ourselves feel good without thinking that every time we want to feel good, we got to go down and buy a Gucci suit. We got to go spend our money with people that don't like us at all. That actually tell us, my clothes is not for you. And you still got it on. Yep. You still got it on, man. Like, what part of the... You know, come on, man. It's like a lot of things that we got to get our head and we got to think about, man, you know. And we got we to gotta change, man. We got to change now. We got to unify. We got to get together. We got to start supporting each other. Stop hating on each other, man. But we'll find a reason to hate on somebody for anything. You open up a restaurant right now. Brothers tell me you got a restaurant. And yo, man, no brother got the good chicken down there. I'm going to say some shit like, oh, word? My grandmother never liked his grandmother. <laughs> what that got to do with your chicken spot? Yeah. But I'm going to have an excuse not to go there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else going to be like, nah, man, yo, word up. Man. He thought he was all that in junior high school. You know, everybody go, you know, instead of being How like, they yo, reason. Yeah. Yeah, come on, man. Let's go down there and support that, brother. But at the same token, you saying that, and they not buying up from you, they complain every day about how nasty the Chinese restaurant is. But every time you see them, they got four chicken wings and fried rice in there. Yeah, or how overcooked the fried chicken at Popeye's is and shit. But you there every day. Every, <laughs> every week, you still spend there. But, but you can't get over my grandmother and your grandmother didn't like each other to come and spend no money with me. Right. But me and you was cool as hell until I bought this barbershop, until I bought this restaurant. You know what I'm saying? And then and then none of us will come and support each other, right? But as soon as you close, your restaurant get closed down, you come back to the block, you go right back with the same people, man, that didn't support you. Hmm. That so, watched so- your that watch your business go all the way back to you be back with them. Yep. And you back with them. Man, I didn't think of it like that, but it's true. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you don't really catch it on, catch on to it. And brother's like, yeah, yeah. And they bragging about it. You, yeah, yeah, my man used to have a shop. Yeah, yeah, he used to have a shop. And they bragging about two more than you used to have it. But you don't really bring it up that much because you know you're damn lost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my man used to have Yeah, yeah, he had this, he had that. Yeah, those are brothers that was playing for your downfall. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They say, what's the worst snake? A snake of your own kind, man. You know? Some of them across the street. Some of them in your family. Some of them lay in the bed with you every day. You sleep with these people. And these people got nothing but hate and envy on you. They don't want to see you come up. You got a girl. You got a, Your girl got a man, whatever. One of the females out there got a man. And you doing events. Or you doing something that that person don't never, can't never come. They always got an excuse. Or, oh, you know, I couldn't make it. But they could go to their friend's block party. They could go to that. That's somebody that's not on your team man it's not on they're not on your team you know what i'm saying at all you know oh for sure man yeah man yo you know it's a pleasure building with y'all man you know anytime man y'all want to build man you know it's good man you know and hopefully we all get together i gotta give a big shout out to my boy scott LaRock jr too he's doing big things out here man you know and trying to keep the connection going you know big shout out to my son too we out here trying to do his thing too but we all just got to get together man and build and put our bronx thing together man you know and really start doing what we're doing and not allow the bigger names to come in between them. We don't need Al Sharpton. We don't need none of them dudes, man. You know what I'm saying? We got to let them dudes go. They, those dudes already been out here for 50 years. Ain't nothing changed. So why are we going to ride underneath that wave? But we the dudes that's coming out and we the ones who got the problem and we think that it, it, should be, it should be changed, then we should be the ones leading the fight and we should be the ones leading the change because we know these dudes was accepting it. it Al Sharpton ain't had no problem with none of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So why should you lead the pack now? You know what I'm saying? Like, for what? You know, we need different leaders like that. What, if we get smoky out here and get real smoky, what Al Sharpton going to do? He going to start preaching? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you going to do? You know, and you don't know what's going to happen. You talking about police killing people. We don't need no leaders. We need real leaders, man. 
You know, brothers got to stop sugarcoating things, man, and stop. Oh yeah, 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 for the for the for the for the uh, for the, for the lights, camera, and accent, and for the paycheck, and come out and be serious, boy. And if we go serious and we going to do what we got to do, you don't know where this may lead at. I don't want Al Sharpton to lead me into it. Well, he no already disrespect had, like, him. No disrespect to him, but he he had opportunity and chance for like many years. So you know what I mean. It's time for it's just like. You know, I don't have an issue with uh with Democrats, right? Yeah. And I'm not a Republican. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, though, I do want people to be conscious of that. The Republicans, we didn't ever put them in office. Like, we don't really vote for them. So they don't really owe us shit, right? But yeah. who do is the ones we put in office, which is the Democrats. So, like, they need to start, you know what I'm saying, doing what they need to do for us, you know, as we move forward. Yeah. You know what we got to get off to as black people? We got to get off that two-party system, too. Mm-hmm. They got us programmed with that. Oh, it's Democrat or Republican. You ain't got to vote no Democrat or Republican. You got to vote for the person that you feel going to do the right thing. Yep. That's it. You can make a green. The Green Party never won because nobody don't vote on them. You, <laughs> you feel that. You know, the, 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 all them parties, the working parties, they never win because they're not even in the race. Because As soon as people go there, you programmed by the people that ain't doing nothing for you to go there and pick out of two people that's doing nothing for you. Or you even going to get a Republican that's doing nothing for you you're going to get a Democrat that's doing nothing for you, but you're going to pass all the other guys that's actually going to do something for you. Yep. And they ain't getting no props because they ain't a Democrat or Republican. And that's yeah. what we need to change. You know what I'm saying? We need to get out of their system. That's their system. They got us in that. We don't need, you don't got, a dude don't need a million dollars to get a million votes. All we got to do is get a million people say, we want to vote him. We want to yeah. vote on him, man. We all like that, what she's what she saying. We like what she's doing. Regardless of what party it is. We don't even care about what party it is. You know what I'm saying? That's how we're going to get changed, man. But as long as they got us into their two system, we ain't getting nowhere. And, and don't forget, whoever they put there, they all selected this person as a group and put him there. Oh, this is going to be the head Republican. This is going to yeah. be the head Democrat. They put him there. Even when they put Hillary Clinton there. She ain't supposed to have been there. Bernie Sanders supposed to have been there. He let them put somebody to substitute for him. So now he coming back saying, yo, man, I want to go. Y'all want to vote for me? Hell no. <laughs> when you had your own chance, you quit. You know what I'm saying? I come to the boxing ring. I'm supposed to be fighting Floyd tonight. But when I go to the round, I'm like, oh, man, I ain't going in there. They send you in there, and then you get the chip. And I'm like, yeah, I want to fight you for the championship. Man, you ain't fighting nobody, man. You know what I'm saying? You quit. Yeah. You let somebody else come and take your thing. What make you think that everybody going to get behind you now, and you ain't going to quit again? You're a quitter. You know what I'm saying? You're a quitter, man. You know, we don't need no quitters, man. We need people going straight to the top, man. You know? And we need to get behind somebody black. And I'm like I said, it's black and it's black. So we don't need no Oreo brother, man. We need a real brother that's out there, a real sister. And it ain't too many to find, man. There's no, yo, I I, I want to say this real quick, too. You seen for the good, right after uh, the COVID-19 came out, right? You mm-hmm. seen for about a good two months when the police was whipping our ass everywhere all over the map. What black person came out and said something? That I'm talking about like either a celebrity or a basketball star or something or any politician. It took fucking Obama two months to come out after everybody was like, yo, well, Obama, well, Obama. Then he came out and he sent a letter, a statement. Nobody stood up for us. Nobody. Yeah. And I mean, we have no black leader. None. Farrakhan, I hit for Farrakhan. Even here, nobody came out. Nobody said, yo, this is too much going on, man. Until the people came out and said, you know what, man, we had enough. And we seen that nobody coming to rescue us. They'd have been beating us every day, man. If people wouldn't have decided and said, yo, man, enough is enough, man. It was happening. It, it was not, nobody was coming out for us, man. Not one elected politician came out, white or black, and said, yo, man, listen, man, this is like the 20th time this done happened this month, man. S- something got to stop. Nobody yep. stood up for us. Something got to stop. Nobody stood up. It's, it's like they put out a word out and said, whoever stand up for them, you finish. And nobody stood up. What happened to Jay-Z? What happened to 50 Cent? What happened to... Nobody stood up yeah. for us. And like Jay-Z, like, I don't know, like, you know, some of the Come stuff on, that he be, he be wearing and, um, you know, what he supposedly, I guess, represented. He threw up this. He, yeah, is he 5%? He already told you. He threw up this. Once he threw up this right there, that way yeah. you right there. That's the diamond. It ain't right. nothing else to be said. It, 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 that's so gone. You know, and people look at it like this, too. They look at, oh, Puff Daddy, Jay-Z, 50 Cent, Nas, Nas, Godson. But you selling Hennessy. 
50 cents selling effing. Puff Daddy bragging, talking about he got a school and all this and that, but you selling some rock, man. You killing us, man. You know what I'm saying? This dude selling ace of spades. You killing us, man. You know what I mean? People that's addicted to alcohol. So you right. stop selling. So check this out. You stop selling crack on your local block where you probably had a little 30 or 40 customers, the max. And people say, oh, yeah, you, yo, he doing something good. Now you selling alcohol to everybody around the damn world. You feel me? Yeah. So, you know, you, you, you know, it's like, and these are the people that we look up to and tell our kids, oh, yeah, that's the man. He a hero. That's not a hero, man. That's called a 10%. That's a blood sucker to pull. Mm. Coming to our community, see our weakness. And then you said the 10%. Yeah, 10%. Blood sucker to pull. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're the same dudes that are sitting in the store and sell pork, sell cigarettes and all that, but they don't smoke cigarettes. They don't eat pork. Right. When you go to them Chinese restaurants, they sell for uh, young pong soup and four chicken wings. They don't eat that. They got their own pan eating their vegetables on the side. They don't eat that. Yeah, that's true. Those are 10%. They just use I that. For, they use that for profit. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they don't eat none of that. And that's what the 10% is, man. You go to the store, they sell all the loosers in the world. Yo, Pop, you smoke? No, nah, I don't smoke, man. Yo, you drink? No, nah, I don't drink. You selling all the alcohol? Look, look when COVID-19 came out. You had the 10% out here selling a thing, rubbing alcohol for $20. Hand sanitizer, $45. Shit like that. You know, you know, you're just taking advantage of the poor people, man. We got enough people taking advantage of us, man. Everywhere you go, somebody taking advantage of us, man. Yep. You know, we got to start owning things. We don't own nothing. You go to the whole, how I many, now, now you out there, how many, like, say you go to Rodeo Drive, how many stores are owned by black Americans? Oh, not many. Like, I'm in Las Vegas, so it's definitely yeah. not many out here. And I'm talking about a black American. I'm not talking about an African black. I'm I know what you mean. Black from, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about black. Because in Atlanta, your, your in, Atlanta is like that. in Atlanta, it's like that, like, you, like, it's a lot of black-owned businesses, but like you saying, a lot of them not really black American. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about black American. Your grandma from, from, all, from New Orleans or you know what I'm saying? Way back in Cleveland and all that, you know, we 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 ain't owning nothing. They not they not providing nothing for us, man. And that's everywhere, you know what I'm saying? So we all got to get together everywhere, man. And you got to get your community and you got to build with your community, your people, man. But we got to stop killing each other. We got to, man. You know what I'm saying? We got to because it's making a look at Chicago. Ninety something people got shot during this weekend, man. Yeah. Come on. And now you think that they and nobody's getting arrested. They allowed us to kill each other, man. I, you know, come on. At what point do you think that? Look at YouTube. Look at YouTube. You see these dudes making videos about, yo, I'm going to kill this dude tomorrow. And this dude is actually dead tomorrow. Nobody's mm-hmm. in jail. The next day, somebody else said, I'm going to kill him. Nobody's in jail. They just letting, like, they, this is called population control. Whoever don't die from coronavirus going to die for marching after the coronavirus and marching doing that. If you don't die from the police whipping your ass, you're going to die for the black-on-black crime. And then after that, after that, uh, look, look, then you get no, you get poor health care. So they're saying that if you already got a, a factor, you're going to die. The high, and then they get, and go in our community, we don't got the right food, so we got diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. We already got all this. Mm-hmm. And they got something coming through that if people got anything, you more likely to die. Come on, homeboy. Everybody trying to kill us, man. And for us to be out here shooting and killing each other is outrageous, man. We should be the last person. A black man see another black person, you should be happy as hell, man. Because we keep on going at this rate right here, we're going to be extinct. We're going to be like some fucking dinosaurs, man. Mm-hmm. You know how much could we take? Disease killing us, HIV, cancer, high blood pressure, diabetes, police. Yeah. And they even black stick crime. with that cancer because, like, 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 it's not like the uncommon story, you know, like my grandmother, she died from cancer and she used to go to the doctor like every week. So, like, yeah. why they didn't find out that she have cancer until it was time for her to die? Look, look my mom's like, too, That's man. weird. You feel my me? Mom's, my mom's ain't had nothing. My mom's went to the hospital and all of a sudden, like a couple of, a little while later, a couple of months, my mom's dead, man. You know what I'm saying? I was 18 years old, like. So these people, man, they got so many things going on. And then, you know, even the food, man, we got to keep out. We got to grow our own food. You yeah. got to become vegan. You, got, you can't be eating this food that these people got out here, man. You ain't never seen a chicken that, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that's like 25 pounds and 40 pounds and 60 pounds. And they got steroids, all these HMOs and all this in there. They've got things in our meat that's making our men feminine. Because mm-hmm. they, they, they're, they're already intimidated by the black man anyway. 
You could be any black man in, in, in five Caucasians. You ain't even say nothing. What backing up like this? So they, yeah. they, they, they don't want that in us. So they're trying to break our kids down generation to generation to generation. And they're doing it through the food. Because you remember back in the days before they started this right here, when the young dudes was uh, drinking the milk and all that, they were starting to get breasts and all that. And they mm. were saying something was inside the milk. Remember I think I heard, like, of, I heard about yeah, something like that before. S, what's, I mean, with an with a E, Shaniqua. Estrogen. Estrogen. Yeah, yeah. They, it, was, it was all in the milk. And the little boys was getting the, started growing boobs and all that. And now it's the same thing, man. You got all our kids out here. You know, a lot of kids are feminine and this, that, and that. A lot of the males. This is systematically to break down the black man, man. And the last thing we need is us breaking each other down and killing each other and harming each other. I don't care what you got, man. If you got it, you do it. Yo, do your thing, brother. That's it, man. You know, every dog got their day, man. But if you dead or in jail, you missed out on your day. Oh, no doubt, man. Yeah, and I appreciate man. you uh, blessing the platform, man. Uh, you know, giving us some your time, man. I definitely want to have you back up here, you know, um, and build with you again. Uh, I think that people need to probably hit this on the rewind because it was a lot of um jewels dropped in this uh episode, man. Again, if y'all ain't already know where they can follow you at, uh, I am my community, INC Inc. You know what I'm saying? On YouTube, on uh Facebook, Instagram, K Born Rivers, K B O R N R I V E R S. Gotcha, no doubt, no doubt. So, y'all, um, uh, go ahead and um. Subscribe to the at wrong eat at wrong kind east podcast, please. Y'all go sub up. This will be available on uh, all podcast platforms, man. Salute, man. appreciate it. Peace. One eighty third, all the way to L.A.